guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life. So, here's your host, me, Khalifa. Hey guys and welcome to the Happy Single Moms podcast. I'm your host Khalifa. Today we have a magnificent lady from the States. Her name is Dr. Alicia Miller. She is a CEO and life transformational strategist coach. The reason why um, she's on is because she actually reached out to me and she helps single moms and she helps single moms overcome guilt. And I think that's something that every single mom struggles with not only single moms but moms in general we carry so much guilt in comparison to men for example that can just go to work come home and deal with the children in comparison to women that we feel like we have to overcompensate every single sphere of our lives and our children's lives as well so I love the fact that you are tackling guilt because we carry it so much in society you know and yeah so thank you so much so please tell the audience a bit about yourself your platform and the ethos surrounding your platform as well yes so thank you for having me I so appreciate this opportunity to speak with you and talk with your audience so Yes, so my name is Dr. Alicia Miller, and I actually um, established my company in 2012, um, and it's called The Umbrella of Artistic Expression, and originally when I started that company, it was to make sure that we provided outlets for for youth around the city, especially the urban the urban city, because a lot of things were taken out of schools. And we wanted to make sure that there was a way for students to or not even students, but children to express themselves to get out whatever emotions they're feeling in a positive way. So with that, as that journey continued to grow, I decided, you know what, I needed a service for parents. And so it started off as career coaching. But I felt like career coaching wasn't enough. Like it was something, but it wasn't creating a full transformation like I really wanted. So I branched out um, just a little while ago into something more intentional, I should say. Because in all in all, I was still doing transformation, but it wasn't really structured intentionally. It was too focused on career and what we need to do. So I branched out and really became more intentional about my platform and what I'm doing. And because I'm a single mom myself and I understand the struggle of single moms and my own the, the things I've overcome, the things I still may be struggling with, my different challenges, just being tired and what's keeping me motivated to keep going to accomplish, you know, breaking generational curses, creating generational wealth and things like that. I wanted to make sure that, as you said to me earlier, all the things that we go through are for a reason, is to empower other people. And I believe that wholeheartedly. So that's why I wanted to be more intentional with my platform and my services to make sure that everything I'm going through, I'm using that to uplift another single mommy. That's amazing. That's amazing. So please tell us a little bit more about your like your single mommy journey, like how you became a single mom and how you right, you just touched upon how has that shaped who you are today? <sighs> Let me try, let me, let me summarize it in my head first. <laughs> I can say a lot. Okay, so I guess what I would say is, so I got pregnant with my first child at the age of 25. Um, and honestly, in my head, I was like, okay, that's not bad because one, one generational co- uh, curse was broken. My mom had me as a teenager. 
Mm-hmm. And I always told myself, you know, I would never do that. I would never do that. You know, making wise decisions, yada, 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 do whatever I can. I graduated from college, already had my first degree. And then a couple years later, wound up meeting my kid's father. And honestly, the journey was we were just like having fun. And then that fun turned into eventually a relationship that I honestly didn't want at the time. I kind of just was like, well, you're the only person I'm talking to. I guess so. Let's just make it a relationship, you know, young and dumb, just really whatever. Then come to find out I was pregnant with my son. And then right after having him six months later, I was pregnant with my daughter. Yeah. And during that time, you know, like I said, I, I just had my my first degree. And I was in a field using my degree. I was doing case management, um, right? Helping with different grants, but not making a lot of money at all. I had to apply for welfare in order for us to eat, in order for us to live. My mom helped me out tremendously because I took over our family home. A lot of people don't have that, you know? So I was able to take over my family home when she moved away with her husband. Um, But all of that has really helped to transform me into a more, honestly, to to become a wiser person, Mm -hmm. as well as to be a person who is more reflective on my decisions, um, as well as to be a person that's intentional about what I want out of life. Mm -hmm. Because prior, I'm just like living, you know, not, and I was always a a wise person in in a way, but I'm still, still was young and dumb. So having kids made me think about is not just me, I'm living for myself, but I'm also living for these two individual people, I need to think differently, I need to do differently. So because of that, I had to, my focus just immediately shifted. And I had to do things accordingly to make things work. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I feel like our story is a bit parallel, because I, when I got pregnant with my son, um, I was 24, and I was working full time for the Ministry of Justice. Mm. And I finished my law degree. And when I got pregnant, I just started my master's. So Mm. in my mind, I was like, should I drop out? Should I not? But I still stuck through. So by the time I'd finished my pregnancy, um, yeah, I'd I'd completed my master's. So I feel like a lot of times single moms don't feel like they have any other options or we just don't really, we don't think that that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I know it sounds right. so freaking cliche, but, but it's real. when it's real. I speak to a lot of mums now and they say to me, oh, Khalifa, I really want to pursue my education. I want to pursue a business. I say to them, just go for it. Because one thing I realized me having a child is that you can gauge your life through your children. Because one minute I had a little baby crawling around. Next minute, I've got an 11 year old. Yes. You know? So it's like, we just think, oh, we can't do it. We're tired. We don't have the time. But as soon as you are a mother, you realize how precious time is and how quickly right. that sucker goes. So anything Absolutely. you want to do, just go for it because. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Time waits for no one. Nobody. You need to grab time and use it. You need to use time to your benefit and not let time use you. Definitely. That's what you have to do. <laughs> Definitely. And then one of your quotes as well is that my time is all we have. I saw it on one of you, on your platform. And time is something that you cannot buy in Target mm-hmm. on your side and Tesco on mine. And that's why I value it so much. And I hate wasted time, even in relationships. I think that that's one thing I go away with like, it, I cannot stand wasted time. I'm like, yes. give me about my three years now. Right, <laughs> right. Time. Listen. I could have been doing something else. Right. But, um, let's go back to what you said about you and your um, your journey, your single mommy journey. Um, mm-hmm. 
I realized, especially with me as well, and a lot of single moms is that we have our kids, we have a career, we've done our education. However, we place our children in front of the driver's seat and then we are navigating through life. Um, mm-hmm. And I've come to realize that in life, especially as a single mom, our kids are meant to be in the back seat and we're meant to be in the driver's seat. Yes. Um, so how have you in your journey not put your kids before your own needs, not, not own needs and wants, but I feel like our kids are going to grow and they're going to go, you know, and sometimes a lot of mums have that empty shell kind of, oh, my kids have gone. What am I going to do in my life? I haven't actually carved out a path for myself. So what advice would you give to single mums that are listening now that would love um, to pursue a PhD, would love to change their career, but bills have got to be paid, PTA meetings have got to be gone to, yeah. <laughs> and the thousand and one checklists tech- tech- that we all have on our list. So how do we put our, ourselves first? That is a good question. And it's hard. It's, it's not an easy thing to do. It's really about evaluating understanding your own values and what you really um, appreciate most and what's really important to you and what's going to get you ahead. So when you consider your values and those particular actions that's going to continue to get you and your family ahead, that will help you to prioritize. So for myself, I have been in a situation where for many years, put my kids um, in front of everything to where I've lost a job, you know, when my kids were young, because I wasn't I was, I was a new mom. I'm just like, listen, my kids are first and things like that. And they're still first to a certain extent, but I was allowing my challenges to drive me instead of me balancing my challenges and figuring out what works best for my new lifestyle. So over the last few years, I've understood what it means to really balance. I understood what I want from my life and what I want to see in my kids' life. And what I do is I reflect all the time. I do daily reflection. I do weekly reflection. That's just something that I do because I always strive to be a better me. You know, um, people always ask, you know, as far as are you a competitive person? Not I am, but towards myself, not to anyone else. I'm always trying to figure out what can I do to get me and mine to the next level. So in order to do that, I I stress a lot, and this may sound really simple outside of understanding your values and those steps to get you ahead, but also time management, you know, and that, and that comes across, I don't care how old we are, what we're going through in life. We always have to reflect on how our, what is our relationship with time? Not even just time management, our relationship with time. We talked earlier about how not letting time take us, but us actually managing our time, us actually Uh, using time to our benefit Mm -hmm. so with that I you know using your circles that's around you if you have some you know delegating accordingly whether that's with an older child whether that's with an auntie or uncle a close friend who you call a sister whether that's you actually paying for services if you have the extra funds to pay for um, a pickup service for your kids to get to school or to their next um, place or that may mean if you need to go to an event for your child at their school, maybe you need to also break in that time, whereas the first 30 minutes you're in that event, but the next 30 minutes you may be on the clock working and need to send out emails. So it's really about you understanding your relationship with time, 
what mm-hmm. makes sense in your schedule of how to balance it, where to plug it in at. One of the things we do in my coaching program, because everyone's time and responsibilities and, and priorities are completely different. So it's not like a one size fits all. So in the program, I have intimate conversations with a small group as well as one-on-one opportunities. That way I can better understand the needs of each person. So that way we can create something that's specific for them to balance out their life. So there are a few techniques that are in place, but some that work, most that work for me is really reflection, evaluating what I value and understanding where I'm trying to go and understanding the steps that I need to take Mm -hmm. to get there. No, but I love what you've said about time management. And it's so crazy that even at at my age now, when I was much younger and I'd look at my mom and she'd be writing a list to go into the store or saying that, okay, on Saturday, we're going to go here and she, and she would just have a schedule. And I used to look at it like, oh my God, like, why would you do that? But the older I've become, the more I realize how wonderful it is to actually know what you are doing at all times, not at all times, but you know what I mean? And what the way I've even figured it out as well sometimes is that there were times where by my son, for example, he would go away for the weekend to see his grandparents and I have all the time to do all the things that I said I haven't got the time to do. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you've got all that time as a single mom. Mm-hmm. Like, and you end up doing nothing. Well, right. I, I ended up doing nothing anyway. And it's so crazy that the less time you have, quote unquote, the more you actually end up doing. Yeah. Like, it's just wild. Because you're focused in. It's about that intentionality. When you have, when you're on crunch time, you're more focused in on what got to get done for that moment. So yeah. we do that with all the time we have. Mm-hmm. I always just, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. And sometimes we don't have time to do certain things because it's low on our priority list, yeah. you know what I mean? And which is fine. But if, how, what time are we waking up in the morning? Do we really need to wake up at nine or should we wake up at five? Should we go to bed at nine, 10, or should we be still going to bed at midnight or 12, 30? You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and then within the time that we are awake, how are we intentional with all of our actions yeah. to make sure that it's building up to where it is we're trying to go? Yeah. And it's so wonderful how when you do have like a list, for example, like crossing it off actually just is so yes. important. Just right? Like, like I okay, did that. I did this today. <laughs> Cross off my list. Episode, <laughs> it feels great. <laughs> it feels absolutely oh I've become so old. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. We've been down to like little things that like my mom used to do, like um, prepping food and putting it in the freezer Listen. and you know you mm-hmm. do not oh I love opening my freezer and then, okay do you know what I've already prepped the sauce for a spag bowl <laughs> you know just it cuts so much time and it just makes life so much easier even down to ironing the kids uniform you know during the weekend so in the mornings you don't have to be screaming where's your white shirt for example right. like time management as as lame as it sounds to certain people is so important and it would be the parachute to help you with your life and help you Absolutely. have more of a balanced mind. Because ideally, if you're doing this journey alone, our kids need some sort of stability and some structure. Structure, yes. So <laughs> yes. That, that, that's what they need. But yeah, let's go on to the mummy guilt. Because yes. we did talk about the fact that ideally we, sh- we, sh- we should be put first. And then if we are first and our children are behind, we are able to navigate where they go. Yeah. And a happier mom, a happier life, a happier, happier children. So how do we dispel the mummy guilt? 
because I think that so so much like single moms carry the mummy guilt so well <laughs> like it's just like a scarf now for certain people mm-hmm. but we we carry it so much yeah. you know and I remember when um when my son was much younger and at Christmas I would buy him so many things just to overcompensate not thinking about the electricity bills water bills just so he knew that mummy loves you even though I've been at work and I've been yeah. studying and all he would do is play with the boxes you know I'd be like no no play with the toys play with the toys and he'd be right. playing with the boxes I used to yeah. like go on holidays like take him on holidays and you know go to theme parks and be like oh, mommy yeah. I just want to play with sands kids are really simplistic to be quite honest right. the ones that overcompensate and, and complicate them but this mummy guilt that a lot of single moms have how can we overcome it and why do we have so much it's a mindset. We we need a mindset shift. A lot of times we have the guilt because we always want more or better for our kid than what we have or what we feel like we're providing. As you said, kids are simple, but we're not looking at it that way. We no longer have that kid simplicity mindset that they have. We're like, I'm a mom. I'm supposed to be doing this. I need to do this. They need this, this, this. When all the things that we're naming are not things that they actually need. These are all the extras. And it's great to give the extras, but we get so consumed by buy those extras so therefore when we're not able to show up by within the, the picture that we're creating we're guilty we feel that guilt we feel heavy when we decide to put ourselves first by saying you know what I'm actually going to take a me day or when we decide to do something for ourselves we feel guilty because we there's always something that could be done for our child So I think that in order for us to change that guilt and understand that kids are simple, we're giving them all the things that they need. They need to be nurtured. They need to feel love. They need attention. The material things they honestly don't care about. We care about it. Like that's just one of the ways that we show love. I'm going to get you all of this. I'm going to get you all of that. And then they playing with one toy or they playing with the thing that the toy came in. You know, it's us. We stress out ourselves. But if we can get our minds to understand why we individually feel that way, what it is that maybe we're lacking that we're trying to overcompensate for, or maybe what it is that we're not happy with within our own lives, that's really showing up differently when we're raising our children, then it can really help to shift how we're seeing everything. And it can go ahead and erase or balance or better manage or start to break down all of that guilt that we that we're feeling yeah and I know that on your on your platform you also say that you help um women especially single moms rediscover um yeah rediscover and in regards to the balance balance time um for them to reach their like personal goals professional goals and I think ultimately sometimes as a single mom or sometimes what I've faced as well is that you can have for example a lot of money yes no time you know yes or you can have loads of time no money you know or you can have loads of love you know with, for your kid and you want to do a b and c kid doesn't want to do anything play video games so as a coach are we ever really gonna get this balance that we think in our minds that is a is out there or should we just realize that life is always going to be at a imbalance So I do believe that we can get there, but it's just, there's no such thing as perfection. So it's not going to be perfect. There are going to be some times where that balance just makes a lot of sense. And then there are going to be shifts on the job, shifts in your career, shifts in life where that balance is going to be thrown off some. 
But if we have structure in place, it helps us to get back in balance when we are thrown off. We, just a couple of weeks ago, I was thrown off balance for like two weeks, okay? Like my workout routine was shot. Um, my meal prepping I do on Sundays was shot because something shifted at work. I'm hiring. So I'm also a professor and university administrator. So at the university, I'm, I had low staff. I'm hiring, things like that. I'm tired, but I'm also doing the business. I'm also doing my, my kids and getting ready for the end of school year. A lot of things were happening. I just wanted to relax. Yeah. So I told myself it's okay to relax because there's a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. But then I got stuck in that relaxed mode. Oh, you know, okay. <laughs> but at least what, what pulls me out of it is okay. I already have something set for me to go back to. I already have structure for my kids. I have structure for myself, and I have structure at the office as well and business. So I was already aware of how I needed to jump back in based mm-hmm. on whatever my structure is for each day. Let me jump back in, get back on track, and keep it going until I can break again. So it's always going to be those moments of just give yourself a break. Or it's times where you didn't give yourself a break, but time gave it to you because something has happened and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Just expect that it's going to be imperfect, but have a structure in place to jump back in to keep it moving. That's awesome. So what are like the biggest myths that you feel are out there surrounding single motherhood or that you faced yourself? Oh, that's a good one. The biggest myth? One, I would say the first thing that comes to my mind now is a lot of people say, a lot of single moms say, like, I did it all by myself and things like that. Yeah. In actuality, <laughs> when we really think about it, there are a lot of things at play in our lives to where, yes, majority of the time we are alone because we're managing so much mentally to try to make sure ourselves and our family are stable and, and, and surviving and doing things. But there are so many other aspects of life that's playing a role as well to where we're not really doing it by ourselves, whether that's a best friend and that best friend can be doing something simple as in, listen, I'm going to come over and bring you a glass of wine. You needed that moment to rest because it was able to reboot you or re-energize you. That's important. It may sound small, but that is so vital in your life, especially as a single mom. That's a part of your village. Even your job, the type of supervisor you have or the type of company you have, you may be busting it behind constantly and doing all that you got to do. But if you have a a job or a boss who's flexible or understand your lifestyle and you're giving in your work, they may say, you know what, I understand if you came in an hour late today, or I understand if you need to take extra 30 minutes on top of your lunch, because listen, you're already doing this, you're doing that. And I got you. It's okay. What about our own family members, our cousins, our mommies? What about our neighbors? What about our kids' schools and their teachers? How are they contributing to the overall lifestyle or management of the lifestyle for your home and your kids and yourself? So I feel like a myth is just the fact that we're doing it alone when in actuality, we're really not. It feels that way because it's majority our responsibility, but we have so many things that's helping us to get it done. No, that's no, that's so true. And I love that. Yeah, that's I could not add anything to that because that's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Please tell us a bit about um, your queen quarter and what's that about and why is it so important for single moms to join? Yes. So Queen's Quarters is a free Facebook uh, group. 
So in that particular community, it's all single moms. And it's really an opportunity for all the moms that's in there to kind of, whether it's to vent or whether it's to shout something that they're proud of, that they just achieved. It could be, listen, y'all, it's been three years since I took a vacation. Guess what? Just book mom for next week. Let us celebrate you, right? <laughs> Let us celebrate you. So it's the time for us to celebrate one another. It's a time for us to listen to one another. It's a time for us to comfort one another. I also go in there um, live and do like a quick workshop to whoever is available. And if the topic can be something dealing with career, it can be personal, it could be family, it could be something dealing with the absentee parent, it could be the baby mama, baby daddy drama, whatever it might be. Um, we go in there and we just talk about it. So I will, I love to have a community like that because it's safe. And I want to make sure people know that it is safe. And I don't want us to get so caught up in our challenges or in those negative emotions. I want to make sure that's the space where you're getting all of those negative emotions out there, but the responses are reminding you yeah. of where you're going, where you're trying to go, reminding you of your queendom, reminding you of your worth. So that way we're re-energizing you, we're resetting you, we're rebooting you. So that way when you're not with us, you're remembering those conversations, you're remembering those support opportunities mm -hmm. in the group for you to keep on trucking and keep on accomplishing whatever goals you have in mind. That's brilliant. And then you're also a, a coach and you have like a breakthrough session. So what can, yeah, please tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Yeah, so the breakthrough sessions are 30 minutes and they're free and they're for any single mommy who's just trying to figure out what it is they want out of life. So we get in on a session. It's really a time for us to just talk more so them, less me. I want to hear what it is going on, what's going on mentally, what is going on professionally, what, what goals do you have for yourself that you that that's been stalled what goals you have for yourself that you've achieved but you once you achieve them you realize I actually don't even want this I want something completely different so it's an opportunity for us to talk so that way once I can understand what challenges or issues or goals or whatever it is exists within that particular single mommy we can go ahead and start strategizing a plan I always want to leave people with something intentional because that's so important. So we're not just talking just to talk and become buddies. We're talking because you're trying to get somewhere and I want to help you do it. So let's structure a plan within these 30 minutes. So that way you have some steps to implement when we leave one another. That's awesome. So what's one piece of advice you would give to a single mom listening right now? Grab time reflect on your relationship with time. Do not wait until your kids are out of the house in order for you to think about self. Do not wait until, um, you know, your situations are so-called perfect or better. There's no such thing as, you know, the right time or the perfect time. You just have to sometimes just jump into what you want and then trust the process. So that's that's my advice to all single moms. Me achieving my master's degree and doctoral degree as a single mom was tough. And I'm not saying it in a boastful way. Like it was tough, but I knew I was doing it for a reason. Mm. So really understanding what it is you want for yourself and how it impacts or will impact your children, not being scared, not waiting on time, grabbing time and jump in the flow with it and get it done. I love that. <laughs> and where can people find you on social media? Yes, yeah, so I'm on Instagram. My handle is uh, fiendish underscore ambition but I'm also um, on Facebook under Dr. Arlesia Miller. Dr. Arlesia Miller thank you so much for taking out the time and coming on the Happy Single Moms podcast you have been 
amazing your story is amazing and your light is is shining thank you so much i appreciate it wonderful so guys please follow her on social media hit her up for the sessions and yeah she's wonderful so thank you so much thank you i'm breaking your arms i lose control when i get there